right? <laughs> if you don't have your journal with you, if you don't have something to take notes on, um, shame, shame, because what's about to happen is uh, we're going to see seven students by the end of the second service, seven students are going to be baptized. And... And I, what's cool is uh, we're going to do three this service, and we're going to do four in the second service. Um, and they are going to share their testimonies via video. Um, back in the day, you know, you might have been part of, uh, if you got baptized, we believe in, in, in immersion at second place, all right? So Jesus came up out of the water, so he wasn't sprinkled, and that's just our, our take. Um, and, uh, and so it's exciting. And also, um, you know, they're going to share a testimony. You may have been a part of, of a time when you had to stand in front of someone and share your testimony. Like, I, 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 I want, want to get, get, get baptized today. I love Jesus, right? And it's like, um, it's the most nerve-wracking thing ever. And it's more nerve, sometimes more nerve-wracking for us in the crowd, right? When someone just is really struggling to tell their story. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you about this, the few videos you're about to see. You're going to see the first four are going to be students that are going to be baptized in second service. The last three are going to be the students that are baptized in this service. You got it? Um, you're going to hear students. Some of the students are, you know, older, and they're going to basically have um, their words put together. Some of the students will not. Some of the students are really in the process of working out their salvation. I hope you are too. But they're trying to put words to what God is doing in their life. Anybody know that's hard to do sometimes? You're going to hear them talk about these soul workouts. Now you know a little bit about what that is. You're going to hear them talk about tog time. Tog. I love tog. What's tog? Time alone with God. So there's tog time that we are able to, time alone with God time, you know, tog time that we have and had during boot camp. And I'm just trying to give you a lay of the land um, so you can kind of see that there's some things that they're going to reference. Um, some of them are going to share a scripture that impacted them. And all throughout this, honestly, I'm going to tell you, um, I will share from scripture uh, at, at a moment today, but the message is here. Um, the message is here. And so if you're, if you're ready to take notes, um, I applaud you because these students are working through some things that I think apply to each and every one of us um, I know at least one student is going to speak to you today. And so um, let's go ahead. We're going to do that. We're going to start with the first few. Um, I believe, I'm not sure which is up. I think Kennedy. Hi, my up. name is go. Kennedy, and today I'm getting baptized. I start my story a few years back when I used to go to my old church. And I knew who God was and why Jesus died on the cross, but I didn't understand why it was important to have a relationship with God. I started to understand that more when I started coming to second place, listening to the words of the worship songs and what they meant to me how they related back to my life, and listening to Joe's sermons, and how I could live out God's word through the week and not just at church or at youth group. At first, I didn't want to go to youth group, but after I went for a while, I got closer with people and more comfortable with being open. Going to the past three boot camps have helped me grow closer to God and understand more things, but this boot camp specific made me realize some things that I've never looked at. I heard a few things this boot camp that really stuck with me and that I'm still processing. One of them was accept the things you can't change and have courage to change the things that you can. Another was stop telling God how big your mountains are and start telling your mountains how big your God is. And one of the last ones that really stuck with me was 
in every situation, look at it from a good perspective, not always something bad. For me, I'm really negative in a lot of aspects and I don't look at things from a good perspective. I tear myself and other people down in the process of not giving my worries and my stress to God. I want to learn to trust God more in the plans that He has for me and live out His will every day and His purpose for me. I want to know that I don't always have to be strong and lean on Him for guidance. I can ask Him for help. I know now that God is the only one that will fulfill every need that I have and He will never disappoint me. And now I want to surrender my life to Jesus like He surrendered His for me. And I want to make that commitment to God to live and walk in His ways. I used to try to control my problems and my thoughts instead of giving them to God to control. And I can't rely on myself anymore or other people because God is the only one that can handle everything. I want to live in God's rhythm every day and live out His word, not only when I want to or when it seems easiest, but also when it seems impossible. And I'm ready to make that commitment. Olivia and this is my story. A struggle I have is like trusting God with my plan like knowing that I'm always loved because like you're always like going to get hurt and you're always like I've gotten hurt and like you just need to know that like you're always loved and like um uh Jenna has told me like several times this year that like God never wastes a hurt and um your plan is so much bigger than like what you're going through now and knowing that like oh like I'm always loved and like God's always there for me no matter like what the question is or like no matter what the struggle is that God is always there for me and no matter how much you're hurting that there's like bigger things in store for you lately I've been realizing like with all like the sermons and like at Wednesday nights like you're going to have hurt and you're going to have pain but there's like so many greater things for you and God's always there for you, and God's always going to love you, and um, God places everything in your life for a reason, so you may be like, why is God doing this to me right now? Like, why would he put so much pain? But really, like, there's so much better things in store for you. I feel like you talking about what's going on in your life and, like, praying to God and, like, reading your Bible and just journaling for me has been, like, everything because... Like, knowing that, oh, like God is answering, like, my prayers and he's, like, talking to me and talking to other people about it makes me feel, like, so much better about it. So during boot camp, Kathy was talking about um, feelings and, like, hurt and pain. And it really stuck out to me how when she said, like, I am not my feeling. Like, yes, you may be angry, but that does not define you. Like, you are not that. You are much greater than, like, your feeling. And... It's all temporary and everything is going to get better and you just have to know that God's always there for you and just know that you have people that are here to encourage you and talk to you and be there for you. My personal relationship has definitely gotten better because like ever since like my family started coming to Second Place it's just been like a different environment and like ever since we started coming like I just felt like our relationship's like growing stronger and like I rely on God so much more now, like, not in a bad way, but, like, 
I know that if I pray, like, I'm, like he's going to listen and he's going to be there. So uh, when I was 10, I was baptized and um, I knew who God was and like I knew that he died for us, but like I didn't have like this great understanding. Like, And then Wednesday night, Jenna was praying for me and she just knew something was wrong. So like she was hugging me and just started to pray for me. And as soon as she said, God, like speak to Olivia in ways you never have before, it wasn't her praying anymore. It was God like talking to me and he was telling me to grow closer to him. So like I went home and I talked to Jenna and Kaylee and I was just like, this is what happened. And like God was speaking to me on Wednesday. And so I prayed about it and I just felt like God was telling me to get baptized. So. So I'm excited to get baptized because I'm giving like all my struggles to God and knowing that my future has so much more in store and like to know that I have my that I have like a better future because my past struggles, my past hurt, my past does not define my future and my future will be so much more amazing because I know that I have given that up and it does not define me. My name is Annalise and this is my story. God has provided me with people who are older than me to be my mentors, some who watch old movies with me, and some people who are my age just to be there for me, even if it's just a hug or just to sit next to me. I have grown so much in the last year. I used to think I'm too young, God can't use me. <laughs> um, I went to Haiti in April and it changed my way of thinking. I would think when I had leftover food, I'm gonna save this. I don't want to be wasteful of the stuff I have that other people don't get to have. Be thankful for everything and thank God for all he's done. Youth group also helped me. Before coming to youth, I just kind of felt stuck Sometimes I drive my parents crazy because my feelings are all over the place. I felt like I wanted to be closer to God, but I'd get myself confused in trying to figure it out. I'm starting to realize that life's always going to be changing. I'm always going to be changing, but God's always going to be there. I want to get baptized because even though I've got lots to learn about my faith in God, I'm choosing now to follow him. I know Jesus died on the cross for me, and I want to spend my life learning more about him and what his plans are for my life. Some of these verses help me through some stuff. The first one is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of sound mind. This helped me with my fears to conquer them, and delight in the bag that was of my fears. The next one I have is 1 Timothy 4.12. We got lots of this verse at boot camp. Um, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. It doesn't matter your age, God can use you. Let's get after it.
struggle in my life would have to be like I I struggled a lot with like friendships and like figuring those out so friendships with like people in my life and like figuring out how to do that was like hard for me and like my old church I always thought that the Bible and like being in having a relationship with God wasn't really a relationship it was about knowing the answers and like just getting things right and being like say, saying the right things and since coming here like specifically with students and boot camp I've learned how to make it a relationship and I've been able to see that come through in like my phys physical relationships with my friends and my family my relationship with God really took off like personal relationship with Jesus really took off when I started coming here but even more recently now like when we started doing the soul workouts before boot camp I liked the second soul workout we did both the, like, the second one before boot camp and because I have a hard time remembering to bring God everywhere in my everyday life so like if something bad happens like I immediately think like how can I fix this what can I do to fix this problem what's what did I do that's wrong in this situation but like from this one it would it taught me to like think of God in those situations and immediately bring it to him so it was um the exercise that they had us do was to write out the fruits of the spirit and then pick three that we could try and focus on somewhere in our in that our day so I picked um peace, gentleness, and joy. And it really, since then, or since then, I've really tried to do that every day. So the verse that I picked was um, 1 Timothy 4.12, no, 4.12, 4.7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And the reason I picked that was because, like, I'm a shy person you could say like until I'm with the right group of people or like I get comfortable with people so therefore I'm not like very open by talking about my faith like being like discussing things like my faith and like things about God or like I'm I'm not used to talking about that a lot as like let alone with like other people who like aren't believers and eventually I want to make that something I want to do so like this I'm being baptized I want to make it about like being more open with my faith and talking about it with other people and other believers and non-believers so like I want like in the verse says it does not make us timid but it gives us love power and self-discipline and those are three things that I really need to focus on in my life well when I initially started thinking about wanting to be baptized again because this isn't my first time I was like I thought back to the first time which I don't really remember much which is why I wanted to do it again because I was only eight and so I was thinking about like why I wanted to do this so this is what I wrote about it so like so being baptized in the Bible it's about showing your fellow believers that you're giving your life to God like I tied it into boot camp because that's what like where I thought in so it's giving your time your talent and your treasure which is your stuff giving it to God and so looking back at where I was in my walk with God like just a few years ago well being eight isn't a few years ago but you know what I mean <laughs> I I just like 
compared to where I am now, I didn't really know what it meant to even be like a follower of Christ. And I still obviously don't know everything, but like being baptized, I want it to be about giving my life to want to learn everything and making it about not something I need to do, but like something that I want to do. So being baptized today, I want it to show my church family right now that I'm going to spend the rest of my life wanting to learn how to walk with God and become a follower of Christ and find my identity in God. That's it. <laughs>
then I had a boot camp and <laughs> we did more devotions um and I think I really got like the structure with it and being able to have that personal connection with God and one of my favorite verses like talking about him is actually first Corinthians um six seventeen because it's saying like literally when you not when you <laughs> unite with God it's like you're in his spirit and I feel like that's what is happening with me right now where I just feel like getting baptized is leading me to that. My name is Natalie, and I'm getting baptized today. Well, I've been going to second place for two, almost three years now, I think. And I also just hit one year with going to students, like the youth group. I grew up in like a sort of religious home, which it wasn't. It wasn't too religious, but it was. My parents were Christians, you know, we went to church, um, and then it kind of just stopped after a few years, and like before that my mom would like always be listening to Moody Radio or watching a podcast while cleaning the house or something, and I decided um, when I was seven to become a Christian, and being seven, I couldn't fully comprehend like how much of a responsibility it is. And I didn't understand that there's commitment involved. So it was kind of just like from for the next few years, because my mom also had me wait three years just to make sure I was ready, which I still wasn't ready by the time I got baptized when I was 10. So I wasn't ready for the commitment and I kind of just didn't really do anything. And I also started getting angry like with God, I started um, I started just being really angry and upset, like, why is this happening? Because I had a lot of problems going on, and I was like, where is God? Why is nothing working? Like, why is nothing, what am I doing? So a struggle I've had in my life that was pretty recent that I'm still dealing with is self-harm and de severe depression. And I often feel or felt alone and scared and hopeless and I always had questions you know like where was God why is this happening to me um, what's my purpose you know like why am I here I got involved with a few people who led me down a path that I did not want to go down and before you freak out or anything it wasn't like drugs or alcohol but I started listening to really bad music and and I got into a really bad habit of using really foul language and I started falling away from God like big time so that was that wasn't that long ago and then boot camp came which was only a few weeks ago and just seeing God work in people's lives and and change them and even just just be there for them in general kind of opens your eyes a little bit and it's it's, I don't know, you just see a change and you start wondering like, maybe God can do something in my life. Like maybe something,
good can come out of all of this bad that's happening. So I started learning about God and his love for me. And I still have my doubts, but I don't know. Just seeing God change kind of makes you wonder if he can do the same in your life. And so then I started thinking, once I heard people were getting baptized, I started thinking, I was like, maybe God wants me to do this because I, because I have been falling away and it's my only option left, you know? So, yeah. And I know getting baptized isn't gonna make me a perfect person. I know things are still going to be bad, and it's not just going to make every problem go away immediately. But um, I do realize that God is there, and I just have to do my part. Um, and I'm ready to start my new life, this time with uh, a little bit more Jesus. Um, having a personal relationship with Jesus hasn't really done much in my life, mainly because I don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. And that's part of the reason why I'm getting baptized is so that it's, it's kind of like that final step and it's kind of pushing me over the edge to uh, make that commitment and just go for it, you know? And so I, I have something that's keeping me going instead of just forgetting about it and having none of this mean anything at all. So the Bible verse that means the most to me is probably um, 1 Timothy 4.12, which is, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young, but be an example to all believers in what you say, in your love, your faith, and your purity. And it means so much to me because it's gotten me through a lot of tough times, and I feel like it's saying, like, don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough. Don't let anybody say, like, oh, you can't do this because you're not smart enough or you're not athletic enough or just something like that. And everybody deserves to know, like, that they are good enough, you know, that even if nothing's going right and you feel like everyone hates you, like, there's still God, you know, he's always going to love you. And I think it's very important. If I didn't know Jesus, there's, like, a 95% chance I'd be dead by now or at least in very bad shape. Um, I would definitely be a lot more confused than I already am. And I think that knowing God and, and knowing that He's going to forgive you for everything you do, well, I mean, if you ask for forgiveness, it kind of brings a sense of peace and, like, okay, I can restart. You know, that's kind of why I want to get baptized is so that I, I can get a little bit more of a fresh start because I screwed up and I'm still going to screw up. There's, it's not going to make me perfect. But just knowing that God is my savior and he's going to save me, I, I didn't even pray. And now I find myself praying randomly like I, I was praying yesterday and I, I was so stressed out I was freaking out yesterday and all of a sudden I'm sitting here and I didn't even mean to start praying but then I just I was like God and then I just started rambling about how I was so stressed out and like I had no idea what I was doing and just we had like 14 soul workouts we had like one every day 
and just doing that, just doing it for like 10 minutes every day. It, no, okay, not 10 minutes. It took a little bit longer than that. It took like half an hour. But just doing that every day, I can tell, and I'm sure other people can tell, there's a difference from, okay, from when, <laughs> from when I started and when I finished. There's definitely more God involved. There's more of happiness. I wasn't happy before. And, and I still struggle a lot with, um, with being happy, you know, and, and like being grateful. But God's there. It's still, it, it changed me as a person. And it made me a better person, a better Christian. And I'm very grateful. challenge you this week to read second chronicles chapter 20 it's about king jehoshaphat <clears throat> and um, i know a lot of us when we walk into the warehouse on a morning like today we have a lot going on we have a lot of struggles each of us different issues health stuff relational stuff all kinds of stuff but somehow when the presence of god comes into the room and inhabits the praises of his people when he's here like he is right now it just seems like things are a little more clear like we have revelation, we have a, an understanding that maybe we didn't, we don't have when we just were walking in today. And singing at the end of a service has always been what we did, but when I read this, this chapter, it made me think about how we do things. And Jehoshaphat is, gets word that there's some nations that are to come against Israel, and he is freaked out. It is his struggle. It is his issue. He does not know how the nation of Israel is going to weather this battle. And he calls all the people together and he has them fast and he has them pray. And the, it says that the Holy Spirit came upon one of the Levites, one of the priests, and, and he began to prophesy that the Lord would say to Jehoshaphat that this is not your battle. You will not have to fight it. It is God's battle. And so Jehoshaphat goes to sleep and the next day they go and he gets ready to go into battle and he calls the entire army together and before he goes into battle what he does is he says is he does this in verse 21 after consulting the people Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army saying and singing give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever and as they began to sing and praise the Lord broke through some things the Lord made some things clear the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah and they were defeated Heavenly Father as we go today as we go into uh, the world Lord God where there's a battle raging. There's a battle raging for us. There's a battle raging for these students, for our families. And Lord, I pray that as we worshiped you, Lord God, that it would begin to prepare the way, that Holy Spirit, you would guide and lead us in every single way as we go today. Lord, that we would take ground this week for you. Lord, that these students' testimonies today and their baptism, their choice to go public with their faith, Lord God, would inspire us Lord God, to reconsider and evaluate where we are in 
in our relationship with you? Do we believe that you can change us? Do we believe that we really belong in your family? Do we believe that we really matter? Lord God, I know what you're saying to each and every one that's here today. The answer is yes, our lives can change. We belong, and Lord, our lives matter. Lord, so we just pray right now that as we go, Lord, that you would allow us to be light in dark places this week. Help us to be those people. Inspire us to live out our faith this week. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for being here, everybody. Have a great week. Love you.